of swings It's just about ready to do that thing I don't want no tears, I don't want no lies Above all, I don't want no alibis This judge is hip, and that ain't all He'll give you time if you're big or small Fall in line or this coat is neat Peace, brother Whoa, here come the judge Here come the judge Everybody know that he is Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of the Football Freestyle. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook, and my co-host is no other than IW of DoYouMusic.com, DoYouMusic Incorporated, DoYouMusicLLC. What's going on, <laughs> IW? How you doing, man? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Ready to catch up on these football topics. We got a lot of hot topics, man. Well, that's the thing. Uh, people that this is a, a very new episode a uh, new podcast here on football game plan, and we're gonna, it's called Football Freestyle, where we're going to talk a little football, talk a little something else, maybe a little bit politics, maybe a little bit rap music, maybe a little bit R&B, a little bit relationship advice. It doesn't matter. It's a freestyle. That's what you get for free, right? So, right. I and agree we, with that. We top it off with a freestyle rap at the end of the show. So we got a lot of cool things coming down the pike with this free football freestyle and and a lot of good topics. But first, you can follow me on Twitter at FBallGamePlan. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash FootballGamePlan. Um, and if you want to find all of our podcasts, you can find it archived on our website at FootballGamePlan.com slash podcast. Or you can find it on iTunes. All of our podcasts are there on iTunes. Pop it up. Listen to it while you go to the gym, while you're trying to you know disappear from work. Pop in the Football Game Plan podcast and get busy. Also... My man IW over here, I have to I would be remiss if I didn't allow you to tell the folks what you got going on, who you are, what you got going on, where people can find your work. Well, I mean, they can find me anywhere. I, I you can find most of my music at doyoumusic.com. Um, you know, I've been making music for a good while now. I'm kind of heavy in the sports music and stuff. I've been uh doing stuff in New Orleans for a good while, almost 10 years now, highlighting their high school football shows and stuff. Um, but other than that, man, I'm I'm always making music, you know, doing me, kicking it and watching football. That's why we got a football freestyle. Well, what's the last, your latest album you came out with? I remember uh, the latest album I put out was uh, Season 2. I put that out a few, about maybe five, six months ago. That's on iTunes. Uh, the first album I put out, About Time, is on iTunes. And uh, there's some other guy that goes by IW. You'll know me, you'll see a logo. If you don't see the IW logo, it ain't me, so... That's what's up, man. Your stuff always a banger. You know, first album was a banger, about time. Second album, season two, a banger. And you're doing all kind of stuff uh, with the music. And you're also doing some stuff. You did some stuff with LSU, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This past uh, football season, I had some stuff playing in Tiger Stadium. I had some custom music made for the people in Baton Rouge. So uh, still working on other stuff like that. I, hey, like I say, I always got stuff I'm working on, man. But here's, oh. here's the thing, too, man. Like, we have to let the people know we go way back. You know, we go way, way back. Way back. I'm talking about since we were 12 years old, been tight like womb with this dude, right. man. So we go, we play <laughs> high school ball together. Um, and this dude was one of the dopest running backs I've ever seen. And and so I had the pleasure of playing the same backfield with him. So that's where the football comes into play because I don't want people to think that you don't know what you're talking about. 
All right. Hey, it is what it is. Hey, hey. I I will say this. Little do they know that the Zaw the playbook probably got the best hands on the planet. Listen, like, man. Even though you play running back, they they need to know if 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 Emory Hunt get a finger on it, it's caught. It's that's caught. what they need to know. That's that's all date. That's, <laughs> that's off the strength. <laughs> this dude is stupid. But for real though, like so don't think our football conversation is coming from a place from a place of hot takery. No, it's coming from a place of of knowledge. We both coach the game. Um he still coaches. Yeah. You know, I do my thing with football game plan. He does his thing with music and football. So, you know, we go way back. It, it's been like this and we just going to get it started, man. Again, follow him on Twitter at do you music. You got to get your Twitter game up. So it's at do you music. D U E U music. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram. Help him get his Twitter game up. Hey, you, look, look, yeah, I, they need to notice that my partner even trying to get me to assimilate into this social media for a while. I got, I'm still working on my 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 social media preference. I, I'm almost, I tend to be a hermit crab. He he been begging me to come out and get into this Twitter life. But you you still on MySpace, right? <laughs> <laughs> you still on Black Planet, right? <laughs> Well, you know, I just, you know, I checked my college club. Was, you know, I was just about to say, if you hit me up on college club. <laughs> well, see, my my aim, my aim number is, man. bro, I swear, man. Like, we go on and on about the stuff we didn't. Maybe we do that in another episode. But yeah. right anyway. now, man, we in the, we in the uh, the dog days of summer with, with football season is concerned. And you look at. A lot of the moving and shaking going on. But one, you hear like San Francisco, oh, they have to try to trade for Kirk Cousins or, you know, who's going to sign Colin Kaepernick and who's going to allow their rookie to start. Things of that nature, right? But the one name that no one is talking about is Cardell Jones, which right. is mind-blowing to me because you have a guy in Cardell Jones who did everything that you wanted a quarterback to do in college. I mean, he was a backup quarterback was thrown into the mix at the most crucial time of Ohio State season, uh, the Big Ten Championship game, had to win that, had to win two playoff games to win a championship. He was able to knock that out the park in impressive fashion, and the debate was whether or not he should come out early, you know, while his name is hot, or should he go back in and play a full season, get a full season of tape. You know how those people out there say that, yeah, you know, right, full season full of tape. Season tape. It's nothing could beat that full season of tape, boy. I tell you that, boy. And he goes to do that. He still didn't lose a game as a starter. And then all you heard was people knock his game each and every week. And so now he goes to the Buffalo Bills, which is which was the worst spot for him to go to because right, they, they already, already had, had a right. quarterback in play. Exactly, and Tyrod Taylor. So – and now they drafted a dude from Pitt and Nate Peterman, who's who's no different than let's say a Kirk Cousins type quarterback that can he can hit that check down, he can come off play action, he can make it look real nice hitting that hitch, you right. know, make it look real nice hitting that crosser, and, right. and people are impressed with that. And they talk about him possibly taking over for Tyrod Taylor, and hey. nobody talks about Cordell Jones. So I, I just think, uh, what are listen. your thoughts on on this whole Cordell Jones situation? Uh, I'm gonna say this, and I mean it. We talked about this before. From what he was put into to start, the one thing you judge quarterback by is by pressure and how they handle pressure. And I don't mean a blitz pressure. I mean the pressure of the moment. And this dude couldn't be in more pressure moments. I mean, like you say, he came in in the championship game, then had to win two playoff games. And it's not that he they won the game. He literally was making amazing plays. Like, he was the reason they was winning. So 
I mean, the dude got an arm that's, you know, non not comparable to anybody else in the league other than, I mean, obviously Mahomes got drafted this year. Rodgers have a big arm, you know. But as far as can this dude make every throw, is he a leader? And we always go by the scared factor. You know he's not scared. I mean, this dude, if I'm not mistaken, that Oregon game ran over a defensive tackle for a first <laughs> right. down. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. And, and, you know, that's something you can't coach. And so the fact that this dude's in Buffalo, you know, not being provided that opportunity and then being criticized because of his personality. Everybody know he's a fun dude, text, Twitter, whatever, got a good comedic side to him. None of that matters when it comes to what you do on the football field, man. So this dude get a lot of criticism because of his, you know, outgoing personality. But... None of that matters once you get on that football field. And so the fact that, you know, he's sitting in Buffalo, somebody needs to be trying to trade for Cardell Jones. I period. mean, listen, you you look downstate from Buffalo. It's about a six-hour drive from Buffalo to, to New York City. You look at the Jets. Right. If you're the Jets, you should be on the phone right now trying to get Cardell Jones. Right. You know, if you're Jacksonville, if you're the Rams – you know, right. you're trying hey. to get Cardell Jones, right? Hey, Gabbard's still getting checks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, right. and, but but here's the other part about Cordell Jones that I just found mind blowing. So, as much as we talk about how we like Russell Wilson, and you know, we talked about the kid from Dartmouth last year, uh, Dalen Williams, oh, mm-hmm. and Tyrod Taylor, six feet tall, and so. But when you look at on paper, Cordell Jones, he's six five. He's two fifty. What they always say, he got right. that. They, he size. got that that size. That you, size. That and size. that arm too. That he got arm. all that. Like he's staying tall in the pocket, right? Right. Isn't that what they always say they want? That that's what they want. I mean, hey, I I'm gonna say this. It I I really I don't know how to say it, but I have trouble understanding what is it that that you can put on a Cardell Jones tape and not be impressed by. I mean, even from his limited time in the preseason. Like, the dude, he's a quarterback. And now I'm going to say again, everybody should look good and, and when it's protected and blocked well and, you know, but you judge people about what they do when it's on the line. And this dude, I mean, in that college run, he couldn't have been put in more pressure situation. He delivered fresh off the bench. That's the part I don't get, though, because a lot of times you see quarterbacks that don't have success get paraded as can't miss prospects. Now right. let, let, let's expand this 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 thought a little bit, right? Right. To, let's just take a look at last year's 2016 number one and number two picks. Start with oh, Jared. My goodness. Well, you oh, look my at goodness. Jared Goff, right? How right. many how many pressure situations did Cal find themselves in, or how many games did he say, you know what, I'm overcoming adversity and we're going to win this game? Not many until wait, his wait, what, last yeah. season. I'm going to say this about just the whole golf situation, even last year, about pressure. We say this and we mean it. It's it's just a fact. Good quarterbacks don't lose. True. So if you – it's just that simple. If if, if Good quarterbacks don't lose. If you're a starting quarterback with a losing record, I don't want you. Sorry. Right. It is what it is. If you – I can't find a, a great quarterback on a losing team. It's, that's hard to do. Nobody does. Cause, that's hard to do. But here's the, here's the funny part about that, because then people will come out and say, oh, quarterback wins is not a stat. Okay, find me the losing quarterbacks that go in the first round. Right. <laughs> Why are we not searching for the worst court? Why hasn't the worst quarterback, I mean, the worst team pumped out first-round prospects? 
Right. If quarterback wins don't matter. Right. right. No, it, it's so, crazy. You, you look- I, 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 I'm gonna say this: the it, it's crazy that I mean, and you look at the results now. So if if it's obvious that a player like golf, even in Cal, couldn't handle the pressure situation of a regular game, That's of a regular season game, by record. I mean, and here's the thing about golf. I say this: he got a nice ball, dude could throw, yada yada yada. But when that pressure come. It, you turn it to a different person. Then and, and you know, that's one thing you know, Cardell Jones not gonna fold when that pressure comes. And you it's, it's, you can't coach that either though. That's that's the funny part. That, that's that's, the, that's what that. I like to do. You know, I always like to see coaches and people say that, oh, we could work on this toughness. <laughs> what? <laughs> you can't work on the, I can't make you tough. And that's right? the that's the other funny part about it. And we're not saying scared or not tough in the sense that if he's at a bar and somebody's picking on him, he's not going to fight him. No, this is the right. difference between that and football tough. Like, right. I can hey, listen, the... listen, I'm I'm willing to admit, I couldn't stand in the pocket and throw a ball. I'm scared to be a quarterback. I have no problem saying that. It is what it is. It take a man to stand in that pocket when that pressure coming and still be up there willing to take a hit and make the pass and make the right read. So I'm. It, it is not an insult. It's just a fact that the best quarterbacks are the ones that's not scared. And and when you scared, it's show. You can't hide that. Can't hide it. And here's the thing too, if and, and people say, well, he didn't have the help and weapons at Cal. I mean, just didn't, you know, just didn't have the help and weapons. It seems like these are charity case quarterbacks that they love, right? right? So, <laughs> meanwhile. So let's say Car- we, we, it's safe to say Cardell Jones was better than Jared Goff, right? Of course. Oh, okay. my goodness. No, listen, we, we had this discussion over and over. I was, like, literally begging. I, I, I prayed that dude would have came out after that year and not went back. He had nothing else to prove. What else did he have to prove? Well, we got to see him throw them hitch routes uh, on that Bangate <laughs> cross against right. Wisconsin, against Northern right? Illinois. If you can't like, make that throw against Northern <laughs> Illinois. Right. I mean, I, I I'm still tripping off that. Like I I I don't understand why he stayed there. Yet. I mean, I understand he went and tried to go back to back, but he had nothing left to prove. This dude smashed Wisconsin, beat Oregon and Alabama, and and literally was dropping dimes and the whole time. And you know how people worship Alabama, dudes exactly there watching that game shirtless and sweating, watching Cordell right? Jones get busy. You know, so right. <laughs> mad at the TV because Cordell Jones throwing strikes. Right. And that's when everybody got introduced to how cold Ezekiel Elliott was, you know. And, and, and once again, here here's what we talk about pressure and talking about that Bama effect. Uh, you know, much love to Bama, not hating on them. They got a great team, great coach, great defense. But you look at what we say what happened to Browning from Washington in that Bama game. Oh, my God. That right? was the worst, it, scariest right? interception I've ever seen in my life. Ever. Ever. Like, you can't, like, that's the thing. Like, Browning may be a great quarterback. Like, but, man, it's certain things happen to people when they're going up against a great defense. And like we say, when you get to the league, like, you can't avoid the Raiders and the Steelers and the Seahawks. Like, those teams coming. So there's teams with scary defenses that's trying to hurt you. So is you have to have somebody that's brave back there at quarterback, man, because when you get to the best of the best, that's when you're going to be facing the top defenses. So if your quarterback, I'm, I'm going to say this again, every quarterback could throw. Every quarterback could complete passes. That's your job. That's what you're supposed to do. Because we've about seen foot- running backs, uh, anybody else try to throw football is not pretty. 
Exactly, exactly. Try to get your fullback to throw a post. Or, or, your, or your, your linebacker to try to, you know, accurately hit a couple of slants. No, throwing a football is hard to do. So, yes, quarterbacks are skilled players. But they get way overvalued in the fact that some people think, oh, just because they're completing passes, they're good players. Right? You're supposed to do that. You're the quarterback. Right. That's that's like hyping up a kicker. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. You're supposed to do that. Uh, or, you know, like we say, even with, like we say, we see the uh, the dropping good receivers. Like everybody starts celebrating when they catch a pass. You're supposed to catch a pass. Now, right. catch a pass and hop over a defensive back and, right? and uh, weave through traffic and make people look stupid, then you celebrate. Right. Yeah. I mean, nowadays people catch an out route and start bucking. Those be the saddest receivers too, man. Like, right. You really be wanting to turn the game off. Feel like I'm gonna just go do something else with my life right. instead of watch these dudes catch passes that these that these that these supposed these supposed to get up. Like I would straight cut you on, on my team. You got up and did something like that that wasn't a spectacular grab. Right. You know. But anyway, man, I I don't know. So I'll just say this for for Cardell, man. NFL teams tripping if they not putting out offers to go get this dude. Well, they got two. Too many teams with terrible quarterbacks for this dude to be sitting there. Well, here's and the, oh, go ahead. I, 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 I'm gonna cut y'all, but the the guy, you know, the the pick from last year, like golf, and we talked about success. Can you imagine, like, what the hype would have been if golf had did what Cardell Jones did? Oh, they have a statue. He would have been the no brainer first pick. Oh, go get the contract done now. Call call Forbes. Put him on a cover of time. All right. that stuff. Right. So I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, it's saying, I mean, and not not even to mention the second pick from last year. I mean, this dude. Listen, let me let me start that one off. I'm because <laughs> because here's the thing. Now they both six five. They both two forty. Mm-hmm. They both were national champions, right? But right. here's the interesting part. As much as people knock players that it, it got it's to the point now where people are calling dudes that play at East Carolina small school prospects when East <laughs> Carolina is a FBS program school, right you know what I'm saying and so so the, you already have the small school knock on Carson Wentz right that people are going but not only was it a small school knock that probably could have pushed him down unfairly mm. but this dude missed eight freaking games mm. Right. And the backup, who was a freshman, got in there, got busy, got them to the title game, and then they throw Carson Wentz in the title game. And outside of the first drive, he played terrible in that game. Hey, no, but listen. Uh, eight games, uh, injury history, but no brain out of a, out a small school. Then all of a sudden, go second overall over a dude that just went through the the gauntlet. I know, I know, no, I know. Hey. And, and I'm gonna say again, you have no footage of Cardell Jones losing a college game. Find it for me. That doesn't exist. There is, there's no footage on this planet of Cardell Jones losing a college game. Like that's crazy. So I mean, I, I, I'll say this about Wentz, and I, I feel so, so I won't say terrible because that's kind of overstating. But the fans in Philadelphia being sold a bad deal, man. They, the, they. They are being led to believe that this dude is like the savior. What they call it, Wentzylvania, huh? Bro, Wentzylvania, Wentz wagon, Wentzylvania, sipping like, on that Winnie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like all that. It's, it's hey, bananas listen, down there. I, in Philly. I, so here's the thing. I never forget this. I never forget when the when the name came about. I went. I put on a tape, 
And I'm just looking at the dude tape, and I'm literally, you know, I'm wondering what are they looking at? Like I don't, I don't see anything. I don't, I don't see nothing that justifies the hype around this dude. And then, I mean, last year we, were, I mean, that was my just perception of the dude from looking at his college tape. And then last year verified everything that I thought. I mean, this dude is literally throwing all out routes and swing routes to the running backs. Like he. I mean, down the field and in the middle of the scene where you need your big plays, he can't complete those passes. And they hide it through, you know, all dump offs and check downs and outs. I mean, I, I, that's not what you need a number two pick to do. Well, here's the thing. If you let it, if you let the guys in Philly tell it, it's because the right tackle was out. I mean, you, oh. listen, you <laughs> listen, Dub, you can't listen. If you don't, if that right tackle position ain't solved, I don't know how it. If you look at the Hall of Fame, I think we this year's class, we probably got like four or five right tackles going in, right? Oh, say, bro, I'm going to just say this. I know one thing. When they started off 3-0, they was they was ready to, to rename the NFL to Wentz FL. <laughs> like, I know that for a fact. He literally, I mean, probably every magazine cover, every internet site that covers sports, had Wentz and how he was the greatest thing ever. I, I what's that quote? What he post snap pre somebody said it something crazy. Post was pre snap Peyton Manning, post snap Aaron Rodgers. Carson oh, Wentz, Carson Wentz, pre snap Peyton Manning, post snap Aaron Rodgers. That's what they said after three games. Well, if he was that, then that had to be pre snap <laughs> Jesus and post snap no, hey, rock him. Yeah. No, hey, listen, you got to realize Dak have all that help. Dak not doing nothing in Dallas. Right. <laughs> all, that, all, yeah, all that help, the same help that was done last year that led him to the exactly. fourth overall pick. It, I, I, I really do. It, it, it trips me out, man. I, I don't know why Dak gets so much hate. I mean, he playing on the same, like Dallas has always had talent. Quietly. Always. Always. I mean, and I mean, and we can go back this from football game playing history back in 2007. We o- opened up letting people know that Romo was one of the most overrated quarterbacks and overrated simply because he, 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 he we go back to that term scary. In the pressure moment, he folds. So, you know, it is what it is. Like this dude, Dak, is not scary. That's his biggest, biggest attribute. This dude can handle any situation. And that's the part that people don't understand about the quarterback position. So it's funny how they double talk and all that double talk stuff that goes on. So Dak had all his help and weapons, right? But right. the reason why Wentz struggles is because he need help and weapons. So, right. but but they also say that the quarterback is supposed to make people around them better. Like, right. how you do that? You know, right. how did Barry Sanders make Scott Mitchell better? Right. <laughs> you know, so. Right. I just don't I just don't get it, man. It's it's just unfortunate because but the the whole sweet justice of is of it is that the Eagles have to sit there and face Dak two times a year. Now Yeah, yeah, it has to play out. It all plays it out. It all that's plays out. That's why we love this game, man, because right? the game is so it, it, you don't we will put a take out there and just have to sit back and let like the whole Russell Wilson is a first round talent, take him in the right. first round. People was like, this dude's crazy. He's 5'10", and right. I didn't say nothing. You just sit back and let the whole takes play out, and right. now all of a sudden they got a, well, what? why we all missed on Russell Wilson? Like, no, you know why we all missed? <laughs> Miss, right? You missed. 
And right. when you got those websites out there that put out them fake, funny stats, like, oh, man, Carson Wentz was the the first quarterback in NFL history to throw the most completed <laughs> hitches on the right hash rolling out to his left. Like, right. what? Find that hey. stat in the stat book. Hey, listen, and I, I'm going to tell you this, same thing, I, my my other criticism of Wentz from last year, if, if your best plays are you scrambling, then I don't need to see that. All his highlights and him making these scrambling runs where he running for his life. Like, I very few, very few images in my head of this dude sitting in that pocket and making a great throw. Very few. I, I didn't see him get rid of that ball quick, but a lot of people get rid of the ball quick. That don't mean nothing. Well, listen, bro. It's the it's the right tackle, dog. When, right. When you get that right tackle solved, so hey. who the Patriots' right tackle is right now? I have no clue. And Brady don't care either. Thank you. So the right tackle don't score you touchdowns. So, but that right. that's just how the game is, though. The game the game is cold, bro. That's and, what and no, I'm gonna tell you, and who I really feel sorry for is Aguilar. They really blame that dude for the quarterback faults. That they had to do depression, like almost, you know. No, listen. Here, here's the reality, man. We all know this. If you watch enough football, every every receiver drop a ball. Every quarterback throw a bad pass every now and then. Yeah, Angelo may have had two or three bad drops, but. That doesn't mean he the reason Wentz is who he is, and he the reason Wentz didn't have better numbers. And I can't wait till this year when Wentz try to force all them balls into Jeffrey. And Torrey Smith. Uh, and oh, my goodness. Smith a nice dude. And I'm right. like, he mean well. You know what I'm saying? And he probably do great things in the community. But he can't but he, catch, bro. Yeah, exactly. No, and once again, I mean, you know, we Saints fans, man. It's a fact. Devra Henson was a great player. I would now wouldn't re- put my life on his hands though. <laughs> you understand? Not what I'm your life. It, it is what it is. Like Torres Smith might be a great dude, but on football stand from player to player, I wouldn't put my life on his hands. Well, people make I, the mistake of thinking that just because you fast, you're a deep threat. Right? <laughs> oh Lord, let's let's hey. Let's oh, save that topic for another show. Yeah, <laughs> um, but but we see we see we've seen guys um, like you know right now the whole talk is about Kaepernick not being you know being blackball being blackball. Well, before we get and we've seen this before. Isn't this is not new? Quite honestly, but what's your initial thoughts on this whole Kaepernick situation? I'm gonna say this, and I mean it. It's it's it's, it's really crazy how someone's political stances affect their personal life. Like, it, you know, it is what it is. Everybody have their own opinion, different beliefs, different religions, own actions, whatever. And the fact that this dude is literally not signed to a team when they got quarterbacks like Matt Barkley on people's rosters. Wow. You know, like, it, it, it's just crazy. Once again, I'm going to say, Kirk Cousins working on another franchise deal. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he Joe Montana out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, like I said, no matter how you feel about what he did for the players thing, this is football, man. And, and, and I'm going to say again, I, I'm not joking. I mean, it's like this is the, this probably why I'm so gone with that Twitter sphere and just the social media. Like, think about this guy. I say this and I mean it. Like, can you imagine D on them during Twitter? Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I say this and I mean it. Like, people got to realize Dion Sanders – had a rap video called Must Be the Money during doing the butterfly with MC Hammer. <laughs> In the middle of him playing sports and nobody cared. Right? 
You no. understand me? LT like, so, did coke. Exactly. Lawrence Taylor was on that coke. <laughs> and I best believe Bill Parcells looked him in his eyes and like, you better get out there and sack that quarterback. quarterback. So and, and, and here's the thing, and I really mean it, bro. Can, teams like, like Jacksonville, you know, you mean to tell me you think Kaepernick not better than Bortles? You think you you wouldn't have a better chance? You, like they could be a dominant team right now if they went after Kaepernick. So true. Jacksonville could be a dominant team right now if they went after Kaepernick. But you know it. I I don't get it, man. I I really don't get it. Like so, as far as it goes, man, it, it is crazy how a political stance. Which, you know, is everybody have their own right to do is affecting this dude's ability to play football. Well, here's the thing. Is standing up and basically saying the bad cops need to be held accountable for what the injustices that they, you know, lay upon minorities. Is that really a political stance? That's just like, yo, just do the right thing. Right th- yeah, no, exactly. No, that's what I'm saying. No. When, when, when I say political, meaning you know how people going to take it because they're talking about it's the Pledge of Allegiance to the United States. People are funny, man. They, I mean, they, they, people are people are hilarious. You know, like people, right. people, people will do anything, man. Like they'll say anything to justify whatever. And it's it's sad because this dude, if again, if Kirk Cousins had the background, the track record of success, right. went to a Super Bowl, almost went to another one. Right. If if Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, Blake Bortles has if they would have done what Cap did on the football field, they would already sign a two hundred million dollar contract. contract. Of course. No, of course. I mean how many how many playoff wins do they have combined? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> hey no and here's the thing, no, I I'll tell you this. It obviously this from another segment, but it just I was the other day I was watching uh his own Kaepernick. This probably about two Maybe two two weeks, two maybe two weeks to a month ago, that boy Heath Evans was on uh, NFL Network talking about oh Kyle Kaepernick, you know he he the thirty second. They got thirty two other quarterbacks better than him. Boy, they don't or have something thirty-two like that. quarterbacks. Like <laughs> <laughs> like like man, go ahead. Finish your thought. I, I will go too. I will go too far. But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> No, hey, I, hey, I, I gotta give Prime his props though. Dion did check him. Dion did check him. <laughs> so I gotta give Prime. He ain't let him slide with saying that. Like Dion really pretty much put him in check and said, "Man, the quarterbacks in this league are terrible." But imagine what that says coming from somebody like Dion to be on the record and say that the quarterbacks in this league are terrible. That's a fact though. Like they got so many like average to not good quarterbacks that's starting for people which is but again we'll get into that a little bit later a little bit more detail all right but the whole the whole part about blackball right people Mm -hmm. act as if this is a huge phenomenon yo we've seen this before we matter of fact like two or three years ago michael sam Right. Oh my goodness. Listen, hey, hey. when he he was the SEC Defensive Player of the Year, right? Yeah, as right. much as people talk about, can the Cleveland Browns beat Alabama? Can anybody win the SEC? This dude, right. David Pollock, David Pollock made the funniest. Uh, it was like unintentionally funny mm-hmm. statement ever. Like they were talk. It was on College Game Day talking about something, and he just probably just had enough. He was like, "But can they beat Bama? Right? <laughs> <laughs> like no matter what it is, can they beat Bama? Right? Right? Uh, so." 
You have the defensive player of the year in the SEC that's known for putting out great defensive players. He gets to the preseason and leads the Ram in sacks. Right. And got oh, cut. And got cut. Oh, well, he don't have the speed. And, you know, because you know, you got to, when you don't have them quick fibers right. <laughs> to turn that corner. Yeah, hey, listen, it it is, once again, uh, and I'm going to say what I say, same thing about Cardell Jones. Michael Sam, man, I don't care what he like. Who he like to sleep with, who he like to kiss. He get paid to play football. Period. So this it, it's a, it's crazy that this dude got drafted. You know, a great guy by all means and all things that you see from people who know him. Dude gets to the team, balls out, proves everybody wrong, and then they cut him. And well, you think this about football? Well, but you know what what the what the sources say. They the sources say that you know he have to play special teams in order to make it. Oh man, because I guess them them sacks he got in the preseason wasn't real sacks. Well, because you know them dudes are they gonna be bagging groceries, right? Hey, you know? and now that I mean we can go from Sam, Michael Sam to even Tim Tebow. Oh my God, boy! I mean the the Tim Tebow phenomenon is just the craziest thing to me. It the dude literally. You put on Tim Tebow, Kyle's tape, and it's some of the craziest stuff you'd ever see. Right. Dude was hated on all this, got his chance, got to the league, and when he got to the league and got his opportunity, he went to the playoffs and sent the Steelers home. Shout out to Ike Taylor. Right? No, imagine that. Like, literally, that's, that's facts. The dude had a winning record, was coming back every year, and if people, I mean, every week, and if you remember correctly, at that time, this, this is the, the craziest thing about Tebow. So they would try to convince you that he can't pass the ball. Talk about collusion, right? Right, right. They convince you he can't pass the ball. They go through three quarters calling six pass plays the entire game. And that was the Kansas City game you're talking about. Yep. Then when the game is on the line and they need plays, they have to pass the ball, and he out there dropping dimes. Shout so that, that, that means they want you to believe that he can only pass the ball in the fourth quarter. Funny that don't make that no cool, right? And like, that don't make no sense. So from quarter one through three, we gonna handcuff him and not let him throw. Then when the game on the line and we need points in the most pressure situation, he gotta throw and he delivering. Wouldn't that wouldn't that tell you as a coach, as an offensive coordinator, as a person that owns common sense that maybe we should throw the ball earlier, get him in a rhythm, and we wouldn't be in this situation. Right? No, so it's just crazy that I say again, even when you look at Tebow Collins' numbers, it's just a fact that you can't have that many passing touchdowns and not be an accurate thrower. And once again, we, me and you have talked about this a million times. I don't care how your form is. It's, it's like a jump shot. Everybody shoot different. You know, it is what it is. Everybody swing different. and It's like having a different batting stance. Everybody stand different. You can't teach somebody how to throw. As long as it's getting to the target, that's all that matters. Period. 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 Like, I don't care if he threw it with his nose. <laughs> Move the stick, right? <laughs> like, literally. Like, if he threw it underhand and it got there, that's all that matters. So, and I mean, not even know, adding the running element and how well the running game got better once he got in. Right. You know, I so... Mean, that's just – and, again, when you look at somebody – oh, by the way, he has that element you always talk about. He's not scared. Yeah, Tim, not uh, nothing, anything. You understand? So that's it, That's the key factor. And so we have seen Tim Tebow get media out of the league. This dude went from, like, the media darling. Like, if you recall, everybody was doing the Tebow. 
If you right. <laughs> exactly right. Because that's how many comeback victories he had in that short time he was starting. To the all season they tri- they signed Peyton Manning. He go to the Jets and become a special teamer. That's the when the Jets needed a quarterback, quarterback. to step in, they decided to go to a guy that was worse right? than the starter. And they right bypassed Tebow. But but here here you gotta understand this, because this is what they want you to believe, because you know how it works. Somebody like Tebow. He can't throw an incomplete pass because if he throw an incomplete pass, it's, it's because he can't pass and because of his throwing motion, and they need to change all his mechanics. As if we don't see Tom Brady, Drew Brees, every quarterback throw bad balls every now and then. As if Tom Brady shouldn't have been picked off in the Super Bowl by your boy and killed that game when Edelman made the great catch. Exactly. So, but if that was Tebow throwing that pass in that situation, they'd say, "See, this is why you can't have Tim Tebow." Or if it he, was, <laughs> or if it was Vince Young, they say, "Well, right. see that his, he got can't." I mean, you could just look at his skin complexion and see right. he he can't throw that ball. Right. So I mean, if that's what kills me, like Tim Tebow, if Tim Tebow throws any bad pass, is the world is coming to an end. Not realizing that every quarterback missed a man every now and then. It's hard to throw it. It's hard to throw a football. <laughs> you know. Right. Period. So I mean, that's the thing. But it it is what it is. I've you know, I'm I'm just a big Tebow fan, so it's crazy. Like you say, with Kaepernick, guys like Mike Sam, even Tebow, these all guys who've been blackballed out of the league for various different reasons. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. So it goes to show you that in all cases, it's not about football. It's not about football, man. I mean, Tebow has more playoff victories than Bortles. <laughs> Right, cousins. Uh, right, you know, we just being real, and, and he played three, four years ago. Exactly, and it's sad because this man playing baseball when he clearly is better than Brian Hoyer, Matt Barkley, and all CJ these guys. All those dudes that's in San Francisco. San Francisco right now could probably get to eight or nine wins if they had a competent quarterback. And it's a shame right. that Tim Tebow is out the league. Another yeah. guy that got blackballed quietly that we've seen recently okay. in his prime. Who that? Kerry Rhodes. Of course. Of course. Same Ball issue, hawk right? safety. Same issue as, as Michael Sam. And right. even though he didn't fully come out, but right. I mean when they catch you on the, the sunny sandy beaches right. of, of wherever you were when, <laughs> well, you know. here's the thing. But once again, we know this and we talk about this. It I it trips me out how people act like homosexuality is something new. Right. And you, if you like men, you like men, man. People, people, like it's just like this. Like if you're in a tag team wrestling match, as long as the person can wrestle, you don't care what they like, <laughs> right? As long as you can help me win. So you know, we it, it is sad that society have some of these players feeling like they can't be themselves, but then the 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 league proves them right about being themselves when they extradite them like they do, or you know, keep them out of the out of the league like they do. Kerry Rose is a great player. Those images came out. He ain't played since. Ain't played since. And talk about how many safeties, uh, how many teams need safeties that can pick off passes. And Rose right. was out right. there picking off everything. Right. I mean, it's it's crazy, man. So it 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 is talk about hypocritical in our society. And he's the same people who want you know Kaepernick to stand for the pledge, or for the for the, for the, right. the, the national anthem, anthem or whatever. Right. But then it'll discriminate somebody because who they like. But, exactly. It's Mate. so fun. The, that irony is really frustrating, man. It's so it's also frustrating because there was an article that came out yesterday 
uh, with Vince Young, talk, catching up with him. As you know, he was supposed to play in the CFL this year, but tore his hamstring mm-hmm. uh, right before the first preseason game. So he's, he's probably out for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rough Riders still own his rights, but he had some blistering comments in that article talking about Ryan Fitzpatrick, trash, Gavin, right. trash, essentially, right? But right. here's a guy in Vince Young, right, who was the black Tim Tebow as far right. as uh, how he was black, uh, you know, the collusion between coach and, and, and game plan, right? Right. 31 and 19 as a starter. 30, wait, say, wait, wait. Say that again. 31 and 19 as a starter. As a starting quarterback. 31 and 19. That was that's 12 games over 500? 12 games. It was 14 because I'm adding the one and two, uh, the one and two record from Philly. But in Tennessee, yeah. it was 30 and 17. Wow. 30 and 17. So, rookie of the year, two times got those guys to the playoffs. When the last time who, Jacksonville got to the playoffs? I don't under know. Bortles. I don't know. Did they get there under the Bortles? Did, did Ryan Tannehill lead the Dolphins into the playoffs? No. Because he got hurt, right? Right, exactly. And, and Matt Moore is a better quarterback quietly. The Miami fans don't know that. Well, they kind of know it because they got to see him play last year. And after he got up after being killed by that linebacker, <laughs> then that should tell you everything you need to know about Matt Moore. He not scared. He not scared. Although he, they did shake the life out of him with that. <laughs> yeah, and but. here's the thing. He might not be as talented, but not scared, not be not being scared could overcome a lack of talent. We've seen so many quarterbacks not be as good, but at least they wasn't scared. Trent yeah, Dilper right? wasn't right? scared, stepped into that situation and was able to get them across the finish line in Baltimore, right? you know. But Vince Young, though, all those all those records, despite now here's the thing, this is this is the the hypocrisy of the whole thing, because they'll say, oh, Carson Carson now Carson Wentz stepped into a situation where the team was went seven and nine the year before, and you talking about a team that had Zach Ertz, uh, Brent Selleck, right. Ryan Matthews, two great tight ends, two two great tight ends, Ryan Matthews, uh, Darren Sproles in the backfield. Um, Aguilar, who they drafted the year before, who was a nice little slot receiver. They also drafted Jordan Matthews, a receiver. They yeah. had Huff, who they had to let go um, because he got some off-the-field issue. So they had a nice little roster of, of young talent, right? Mm-hmm. Vince Young was out there with Kenny Britt. I know. Hey, hey, listen. When you brought up the Houston record, I was literally about to ask you, please name his receiver. Skate. Like, like they Britt. <laughs> like, they purposely... Didn't get him any receivers, it seemed like. And he kept drafting running backs. Oh, and by the way, somebody, I was arguing. See, this is why you can't get on Twitter, because I can diplomatically argue with somebody, <laughs> but you probably go light fire to somebody. I know, exactly. I'm going back and forth with this guy, and he's like, well, CJ2K bailed him out. Like, oh, funny you mentioned CJ2K. He became 2K. Because of Vince Young. Thank you. When the last time he even sniffed 2,000 yards? Yeah, I know. Hey, listen, same thing. People, like, we've always talked about that. A quarterback like Vince Young is going to make your running game that much more dangerous simply because they have to be accounted for. Yep. So it take pressure off the running back. I mean, we can, I mean, I know we kind of old heads at this point, but he did the same thing for Cedric Benson at Texas. But quietly. When, when they were running the read option with him and Cedric Benson, that was hard to stop, man. And the sad so. part is, if you put Vince Young in a situation where, so let's say if they, 
wanted Vince Young there in Tennessee, and they did the exact same thing they're doing for uh, Andy Dalton. They go mm-hmm. out and draft Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green. They go out and grab uh, John Ross. They go out and right. grab Tyler Eifert. They go get Joe Mixon and Jeremy Hill and Gio Bernard. Though right. so Vince Young was out there with Kenny Britt. I know. No, I know. I know. Hey, I mean, literally all they had was the running back and Vince Young and Kenny Britt. And and sometimes both skate. But you got to realize Kenny Britt got that size. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. Because, see, when you got that size... <laughs> Are you on the outside with that size? Right. <laughs> Yo, size never beat nobody. Right? Oh my <laughs> size God. don't catch the ball. Exactly. Jeez, I hate what why no. do teams why no. do... Hey, listen, listen. I, I tell me this. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Like we say, man. We we get on athletes, but people it's because of the misjudgment of them. So I'll say Kenny Britt, right? Right. I'm watching uh what was it, hard knocks? And they got the Rams hard knife. And they got golf trying to hit Britt on this fade route. Right. And, like, they have to do the take, like, seven more, seven times because he's not catching it. You know, like, if, if my whole thing is you putting Britt in a position where he got to show spectacular hands and you're trying to get him to do something that that's not his natural game. Well, because so, you he's 6'5", he got to... He, he's 6'5", so he must be able to get that one-on-one. You know, like, man, Kenny Britt is a decent athlete. You know, I see why he made a receiver, got a nice body, but he doesn't have the best hand. So, you know, and that's something you can't... you, Man, you can't give... Oh, I'm going to say this, M. This is what we go back to about... It's like shooting free throws. It's a skill. If, if you could teach hands, then that means everybody in the NBA would be shooting 90% from the line. <laughs> that's true. You can't you can't teach somebody how to catch. If your hands are what they are, if you have average hands coming out of college, you're gonna have average hands your whole career. That means you have average hands. Like it is what it is. If you have great hands, like for example, M, are, are we surprised that Larry Fitzgerald became what he became? Nope. No, he did exactly what he was doing the whole time at Pitt. He never changed. He didn't have to be fast to get open. <laughs> the, right, exactly. <laughs> like uh, he have to, you know, he don't need two steps on the man to, for it to be a good pass. Get the ball near him, he gonna catch it. That's the most important thing as a receiver. So my point is, I'm watching this thing, and they putting Kenny Britt in this drill, and I guarantee you, if this was Fitzgerald doing that drill, they would have practiced it once. Why? Because it'd have been caught the first time. But here's the thing: I hadn't caught a pass in let's say, let's say a competitive pass. In what 99, 2000, so right. going on 15 something years, I can get out there a day and still glove stuff like I'm like I'm it, back in the mix, right? Exactly. Listen, it's just like when they when they showed that thing with Chris Paul and Jordan at that little thing and Jordan out there hitting all them shots. A shooter is a shooter. Yep. You ain't gonna forget how to shoot. That's muscle memory. But like, but if you go to that 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 clinic, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you go if you go to the receiver hey. clinic. Oh, no, no, I, I know I'm jumping back, but that's just like I read recently talking about uh, Wentz working on his uh, his footwork with Brady coach. So, so Brady, Brady coach going to make Wentz better. Brady coach, right? Not yeah. not Wentz's own coaches, right? Yeah, no, not only that, but here's the thing. Here, here's what most people don't understand. As if Brady coaches made Brady. Now, see, here's the part about that. <laughs> we, we, we remember those days of Michigan – when right. how much they hyped up Drew Henson. 
Right? right. Oh my goodness, Drew Henson. I mean, Drew Henson still made it to the league. Still made it to the league off high school hype. Right. And Lloyd Cole was hell bent on getting that boy the starting job, but couldn't get past the fact that Brady was saving his ass week right. in week out. The week. And here's the thing. Obviously, better than the guy in front of him. Obviously. And that goes back to this. And what we say, it ain't always about football. Nope. Because if it was about football, I mean, I, it, am I correct? And didn't Tom Brady lead them to the Rose Bowl and all that? It, uh, I won't say the, the Orange Bowl, whatever it no. was. But didn't they beat? Didn't they beat Bama? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Hey, come on, bro. Listen. So, and, and, but but that's my that leads us into the next point. Why are so many teams in the NFL bad at quarterback evaluation? Or why so? Or, or why does the NFL screw up? quarterback evals you think hey here's the one reason it's this simple you cannot simulate game time so for example you take let's take somebody like uh blake bortles there is no we and i mean this and this is the one thing that it is crazy for outside of any other position quarterbacks don't face world pressure during the week because they don't get hit if you know you're not going to be touched at practice there is no real pressure so you can go Monday through Saturday looking like Bart Starr, Brett Favre, and Johnny United's wrapped into one because there's no real pressure. Then when the, when the game starts and you're actually capable of being hit and you see that blitz coming, you got to perform under a circumstance that you haven't practiced under all week. And if you don't naturally have that, that heart, that right? it factor, that dog in your right? body. Right, exactly. Like, that's the thing. Like, so that's why quarterbacks get by, like, and put together whole careers because then a coach will then Sunday will come and they'll disregard it because they'll be like, oh, well, he he had this great week of practice. At the quarterback position, you can't simulate real game speed. Uh, uh, I mean, just imagine this. At, at practice, you're not allowed to touch the quarterback. They got different jerseys on. They have, you can't touch them at practice. So if they don't have it in them, like you say, if they don't have that dog in them to switch it on at that game time, that they know they the alpha dog, but they, if you got a, a quarterback who have used to being cuddled and kindled and they know they're not getting touched at practice, man, you could you could hide all kind of flaws throughout the week. And then on Sunday when they happen, you think, oh, it's just an aberration. But no, this is the norm of how that person performs under pressure. And it got so easy to do in college because of the hash marks. You spread the field. And so now you're in the shotgun. Oh, prime example. Think about when we were in high school, right? The hype oh. that used to come out with all those evangel high school quarterbacks. <laughs> right. And then we oh, found ourselves what evangel high school offense looked like. And like, right. wait a minute. This quarterback, 17 yards back like a punt. Right. So <laughs> literally like a punt. And then they – so now he's getting the snap 17 yards back – the rush will never get there. He throwing seven yard passes to wide open dudes and zones, and they'll run for a touchdown. So we saw. So it wasn't a surprise that Josh Booty was trash. Right. Rock Berlin was trash. Yeah, right. At two schools. So. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it's no surprise, but because right. you can't simulate that pressure, if you're not getting hit, and that's crap. But when you're you not at, getting, t- imagine that, M. You you are in a job. You getting paid millions of dollars. And when you go to practice, unlike every other player who got to do physical things, you literally know that blitz come no matter what, they can't touch you. <laughs> like, so, I mean, I would look like Joe Montana if I had the confidence that nobody was going to touch me. 
Like, I go back there looking like, you know, Byron Leftwich in his prime. But imagine the confidence you would have back there in the pocket knowing exactly. that all these dudes moving fast and all I got to do is just stand in there and catch this win and throw right, the exactly. ball down the field. They can't touch me. And so all week, your coach think you the best. And then Sunday come, and something different on Sunday. What's different is you could be touched on Sunday. See? and, and But... I, that's a great point. I think that's the only reason why. So I, I, I could leave it at that. But I also look at, like, people think the quarterback's supposed to look a certain way. You right. Know? Oh, my goodness. Think about how many quarterbacks we missed out on. That, right. You know, Charlie Ward, Joe oh Hamilton. Right. Know, Sean King got shortchanged. Think about Sean right. King getting right. in there as a rookie and getting them to, or second year, I believe it was, got them to, coming off 12-0 season at Tulane. Um, right running that spread offense, gets to Tampa Bay, gets them to within a bad call of going to the Super Bowl. Right. You know, but since he's not 6'5", 250, you know. Right. No. Damn, I'm going to just say this. This, let the record speak for itself. This dude, Russell Wilson, should have two Super Bowls. Literally, probably, if, you know, I hate to say the best because there's Brady. And, I mean, Brady is the real deal. But he's a top five quarterback minimum. And then you just look at what Drew Brees doing for his whole career at six foot. So if he's doing this his whole career at barely six foot, that's that should destroy all evidence that you have to be a certain size to play quarterback. When one of the best all time is six feet tall. That don't make sense. So yeah. that should totally, that shouldn't be a part of the evaluation. All you should be evaluating is can he lead his team? Can he complete passes? But here's a, didn't we see this already at at Purdue with Drew Brees? So it's not yes. like he's doing anything different, right? Right. I mean, hey, we go back like we said with Doug Flute and Rob Johnson. Oh my God, yo! You know, like I mean, it is what it is. Doug Flute did all that in college, and they looked at him and said, "Well, he can't do that in the league." And so he had to go to Canada. And when he got to the league later in his career, he did the same thing he was doing in college and in Canada, winning championships and- like. Right, <laughs> but it, it's that. That's why it's so. That's why there's no quarterback crisis. There's a right. scouting crisis. It's a scout. It literally is. There's so many great quarterbacks, but it, it, it the scouting of these NFL teams is absolutely terrible. It really is, man. Like I, I'm gonna just say this. I mean, what's your boy Mike Mayock was on record saying that he take Gabbard over Newton. You know how many people was uh, Brian Billick was on record saying, "Cause new, cause uh, when you look at the the amount of throws <laughs> that Gabbard has thrown, that's more you can draw from than Cam Newton. Despite Cam Newton out there doing magic, right. like he right. literally was doing magic, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Right? Uh, I mean, it is what it is. That's just it's crazy, bro. Well, I mean, that, that's that's a good. Good way to stop. We're going to take a quick break and come back with a little bit more here on the Football Freestyle. Like the right thing to do, so I'ma hop on you. Don't try to tell me what I'm not gonna do. It's not you that I'ma hop on you. Yeah, I'm independent, working with extracurricular money. You looking like the right thing to do, so I'ma hop on you. My pocket's right, girl. I just got paid. Do it good for you and hop this way. Yeah. 
something to me. I'm trying to slide by and hop on through so I can hop on you. So, so I'm gonna hop on you. Do what you do. Now since the last boy I hollered at was acting funny You looking like the right thing to do So let me hop on Look, you I got you down, bad arrest in the right I'ma hop with you for the rest of the night Better let me Trying to find something lovely Got my head right before I came So I ain't trying to find nothing bubbly you know? I see she getting loose in them jeans And I like the way they hugging Hop to her, try to get in where I'm plugging right She say she there What old man to holler back Oh, don't worry, ain't nothing Introduce me to your cousin She said that's a good look Cause she just finished fighting Disputing with her husband So I hop on by Why? Cause I ain't want no problems And matter of fact, I had my own something proper So I hopped to her and we're back here on the Football Freestyle. Emory Hunt is the playbook. My man, IWDoYouMusic.com. Go check out his latest album, Season 2. You can find it on the website at www.doyoumusic.com. Follow him on Twitter at DoYouMusic. That's D-U-E-U Music. Instagram and Twitter are the same thing. I'm on Twitter at FBallGamePlan. And subscribe to our YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash FootballGamePlan. One thing about you, IDub, is that people don't know you're an LSU grad. Hey, listen, you know, it is what it is. I, I, I must say I bleed purple and gold, but I'm also, from a football standpoint, I'm always a realist. You understand me? So I don't let my, my purple and gold stop me from calling my team how it is. So, Boy, yeah, stop I, lying. <laughs> stop Boy, stop hey, lying. Now, now, you know I told you Lenard Fournette was going to be the first pick. In- <laughs> Yo. Here's the thing. This is why I want to ask somebody that's heavily involved with LSU. Y'all get first-round picks, top five picks at every position but quarterback. Why? Hey, listen. I'm going to say this, and I mean it, bro. I I really feel like this, that over the past couple of years, well, during the Les Miles era, let me just say that, that I feel like Les Miles is a quarterback killer, meaning this, that he messing up these dudes' psyche. Because LSU had plenty decent quarterbacks. But when your coach is, is, is still in the fear of turning the ball over in you more than anything, instead of having confidence in you to, to put a ball in, a, you know, to fit a ball into a tight spot, like LSU quarterbacks are coached to protect the ball. We are running and we are passing only if we need to pass. So, I mean, with that type of mentality, man, you will take the – the the you know the fight out of a quarterback a quarterback that's used to taking risks and putting the ball in tight spots like we always say every great quarterback is great because they're gonna take a risk that the average quarterback wouldn't that's what you look for I want a quarterback that's gonna fit it in there but during that Les Miles era man it's just it was what it was like I say this Zach Mettenberger had an NFL arm he got to the NFL went to Tennessee didn't do too well obviously they didn't have as as much talent there when he got there but during his time at LSU, he broke records when they finally allowed him to throw. During his first year as a starter, they barely let him throw. And it was, you know, it was obvious that he was being hamstrung by the coaches, not because he can't throw. Dude got a great arm. I mean, he's the one who broke all the records with Landry and Beckham, you know, and Jeremy Hill, part of that offense. But um, I, I will say this, man. I I couldn't be more excited about the new coach, Canada. I'm glad we got old running the show and Aranda just hey, uh, I'm excited about my Tigers. Don't let me go too talk. We'll do a whole segment on LSU. Uh, please man. don't do because you know <laughs> then I gotta bring up my raging cage and how we out here like just right. running bowl games, you know. So I, I just I, you know see us in the New Orleans bowl if you won't talk. So right. I, I, I'm looking at 
the fact that what I like about LSU is that those guys were not highly touted, like your Beckhams, your Jordan, uh, Jarvis Landry's, your Jeremy Hills. And because I'm heavily involved with the Twitter nets, right? Right. <laughs> and so I see all these high school dudes posting every little thing they get from. Now, we both were recruited, had right. visits, had right. handwritten letters, phone right. calls, the whole shebang, right? Right. I mean, so this was before the internet. This was before the internet. So I, I understand what these little kids are doing. Let them shine, right? Right. But the, <laughs> the problem is, I feel like recruiting is more for show now than actually acquiring talent. You know, so when you see a dude go to LSU or commit to LSU, and he's from this shine generation, right, mm-hmm. and realize right. he has to compete, he can't, and he transfers. We've seen more. College football now, to me, has become just like college basketball, where we've seen an abundance of transfers because right. of you know the front end work in recruiting is not the same as it once was. What do you think has changed, and how does that translate or relate to what we're seeing also in a rap game? Hey, well, I was here's here's the thing, and we said this even back when we were playing is that. You had to really, like, to be recruited back in the day, not only was it an honor because people had to come see you for real. Right. Like, nowadays, just like with music, anybody can make a beat, anybody can have an album, anybody can put out a highlight tape. So, I mean, Emory, you know this, even that football game plan, man, you get, sometimes you get tapes from dudes who they're showing you highlights of somebody else, but they're spotlighting themselves to make themselves show. Right. Let me say that again. Right. I know that may sound. There was a. Let me just explain what I just said. There was an instance where Emory was being asked to break down footage of a guy, and this wasn't even the guy's highlight tape. He took somebody else's highlight tape, and he just so happened to be in the plate. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, just that's where we at now. Like you're not even good enough to have your own highlights. You taking somebody else's highlights and say, look at me in this plate. Like, so, you know, it's just a fact that it's so much easier for them now. So these kids, they end up getting scholarships to schools that they probably normally wouldn't have gotten a scholarship to back in the day because they can reach out. But I'll say this as far as the competitiveness of it is this. Like, we know this. When we were younger, we wouldn't even know who was signing with another school. That's true. So they just say if you signed with a school and you was one of the running backs, you wouldn't have cared how many other running backs they offered. You wouldn't even known. Right, until signing day, until, until you saw the list. Day. Right, exactly. Now these dudes commit. They hear you talking to somebody. They get mad. Now they won't decommit. Like, you know, it, it's crazy, man. Like, whatever happened to believing you better than the next man? Well, I mean, like, that, you, know, you can't it do that now. Uh, but the you, the funny part is you can't do that now because they say you hating just like in rap. Like right. I can't say, you know what? I don't, I don't feel this Migos or the future. All them dudes to me, I thought quite honestly, I thought Migos was one dude, but I didn't realize it was a group because <laughs> all them cats sound the same. All that all that shit whack. So right. you know. But anyway, it's like if you say, yeah, I'm not feeling this Migos song or I'm not feeling this future song. Oh, you just hating. Like, no, right. I just don't feel this song. I'm gonna move to the next person that I, that right. may sound tight to me, right? right. So and here's the thing. Here's the other problem with recruiting is I don't know who to attribute this to, but people get so caught up in these star rating things. And then we always talk about who is rate who is who, who 
<laughs> pardon my pardon my improper grammar, but who is making these ra- <laughs> <laughs> Who is you? Exactly. <laughs> who is making these rape? <laughs> like, like literally, when you see the dudes who make these rapes, it's obvious none of these dudes, like, not most, I'm not saying all of them, but the majority of these dudes have literally not an ounce of athleticism in their body, but they have the authority to tell you who the best college, I mean, high school players are. You know what's it's funny? Crazy. When we played in high school, and I hate to sound like we old heads, but when right. we played in high school, we played against Jonathan Wells, right? Right. And we knew he was... A five star. We didn't even know what five star meant. Stop. Exactly. But it was like, yo, this dude is going to the top, to the governmental okay. top. This dude is the truth. <laughs> like, and we, and it wasn't surprised when he signed with Ohio State and then go to Ohio State and play as a freshman and ultimately get drafted to the NFL. So, right. but now you see these five stars, and you're like, yo, I can go, I can go do that now. Right. Exactly. Well, I must have been a six star. If this is right. This is a five star. Lord, hey, I, hey, it it really you know leads you to believe like what are the politics in in that star rating thing? Because obviously there's so many recruiting services, all of them have their different opinions. Sometimes they have a consensus, you know, top five players usually look the same. But I'm telling you, man, sometimes you'll see a two star. I mean, for example, I, this is a perfect example. Now I'm going to my LSU fandom, but Dion Jones for Atlanta Falcons. Literally, coming into LSU, every recruiting service had him rated as a three-star. I put on the dude high school tape. I'm in one of the little Tiger Farms. I'm telling everybody who would listen that this dude is a five-star player. I mean, this dude played linebacker and wide receiver in high school. Wow. You know, like, you talking about a skill set, so you gangster enough to go kill somebody, but you got enough hands to go go play receiver and make plays with each other. All right. And they telling you that this is a three-star. This dude get to LSU, got treated like a three-star at LSU, right? Right. <laughs> this dude set the bench behind the likes of DJ Welter and, you know, Lamine Barrow. Then he start his first year and make more tackles than Kendall Beckwith. He led, he led the team in tackles when it was him and Kendall Beckwith. And I'm a big Kendall Beckwith fan. I think he's going to do great in Tampa Bay with uh, Quan Alexander. But Deion Jones been a beast. You know, and this is a guy who defensive rookie making plays in the Super Bowl and all the recruiting services told you he was a three star because he only weighed 210 pounds as if we always go there as if size make tackles. (laughs) You know, that's a big misconception. (laughs) As if size make tackles. Like, you know, it's crazy. So, you know, that's one of the biggest problems with the recruiting these days, man, is that who is responsible for rating these dudes? Like, they they need to be, you know, they need to have some type of resume that can be posted and, and kind of scrutinized before these people take these people serious. Because, once again, I'm not a doctor, so sh- I shouldn't be able to say, you know, who was the best neurosurgeon. I don't know nothing about neurosurgery. So I I, I don't get how these guys get the right to label these kids and then some of these kids be mislabeled thinking they four and five star and then when they go to a college campus and they see some real life athletes like you say then they're ready to transfer because they've been told that they four and five star kid 
shout out to all them Alabama quarterbacks that transferred. Right. <laughs> when you look, right. when you yeah. look at, when you look at music, it's the same way, right? When when you constantly see, we just had the BET Awards, right? Right. Um, and so you have oh best new artist oh this song hot this song he's like man I haven't heard this song he's like well who's saying these songs are hot who's saying this is hot right. because it's playing on the radio but when you listen to the song like yo this song trash I know hey yeah. no listen the, the, here's the the sad part about this is that for most people now you got some independent artists who do their thing and you know have their own creative uh, say so but you got to realize that most of these songs that get played on the radio like got to go through like a a, a process before they agree to put it on the radio. So when you hear some of these songs that you think terrible, please understand that it's been approved by people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like it has made it through some filtering process to say, okay, yeah, this is the one that we gonna put out. Like, and I'm telling you, I, man, I am. It is what it is, man. I, I have a hard time, like you say, being in that Twitter sphere. Like I promise you. Most rappers who who are rappers now, I literally could walk right by them and not know them because I I don't know any rap. I don't even pay attention to it because most of that music be so garbage, man. Rap is the new uh, baseball, right? Right. <laughs> like you could be sitting right next to uh, whoever whoever the top player in baseball is right now. I don't know nobody's name, but that's exactly. the, but you could be sitting right next to him in the ball and not know who he is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could be sitting right next to the to the little Uzi Yachty Vert or whatever right. these little dudes' names be. Fetty, like, Fetty, Fetty Cheddar, you know. <laughs> right, right. Well, they got they forty. They got about forty new little something rappers, right? <laughs> but the sad part, yeah. I remember when you used to have to have skills or people or rap did a great job of policing itself as far as like who was whack and who wasn't. Right, you know, now, the thing them Twitter nets, everybody could put out an album now. Remember when people right. used to hand you like demos as you right. like well, check out my demo, and then you get in the car and you hear that those uh, instantly your tweeters burn up, and then you quickly hit a jack and right. fling that shit out the window. <laughs> It's just insane. <laughs> Not the tweeters burning. <laughs> Listen, I'll just call it like it is, man. No, but yeah, but also we also say this, like back in the day, even football was better. Like no matter what team they had cold players. Same right. With basketball. Right? And, and here's the thing, we say this part of that, you know, that media world and that 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 internet slash technology world like sports are suffering literally because people spend too much time playing like we literally was outside all the time playing sports right and nowadays these kids really think you know they want you to have a game tag and if they you know win in a madden tournament they think they cold in football or scouting football or scouting football yeah of course no don't let them get that madden playbook listen listen and we're not gonna get into that topic <laughs> you know, we we got to pay the bills over here, right? Right. But you're right, though, and it's it's a shame because, again, when you play a lot, you become you you master the little nuance in your game, mm -hmm. you know, and it's not because you go to a seven on seven camp. And, you know, I hate those videos. My right. oh, I saw my one other day that made me want to go out and fight somebody when the <laughs> dude body slam this corner. Uh, this corner was jamming this dude. And took it way too far and picked the dude up and body slammed. I'm like, yeah. yo, oh, how yeah, you I not see this? Th th that's in, on site. 
Yeah, in the army game. Yeah, in the army practice. Yeah, like how you not? Uh, yeah, that's no. automatic fight. Right. Yeah. No. Listen. Listen. It, it tell you everything you need to know about that player, though. Right. Right. Like this dude, like he gonna get himself hurt. <laughs> now he go. He gonna go pro in something other than sports. I tell you. Yeah. That. Exactly. Like. <laughs> Like I, you know, God bless the guy for not reacting and getting himself in more trouble. But I, I'm gonna say this from the Army Army Bowl people: the fact that that dude did get sent home immediately is is crazy. Like I mean, literally, I, like you say, I have trouble even watching that without getting mad and want to fight somebody. It's so, so crazy, man. So that's what we got nowadays from music right. to to recruiting and, and and things like that, and and. It, when we when we come back, we're gonna take another quick break. When we come back, we're gonna wrap up this football freestyle with yes, a freestyle, folks. We have the right. professional over there, I dub, and we have the amateur over here, although I'm nice with the pin. All right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we're gonna come back and wrap up this football freestyle podcast. And welcome back to the Football Freestyle. Emory Hunt, the czar of the playbook here with IWDoYouMusic.com at DoYouMusic on Instagram and Twitter. Follow the young man. Go to his website. Download that new hot music. And, and speaking of music, we lost another hip-hop titan in the game in Prodigy of Mob Deep. He died last week, I believe, for Sickle Cell. Uh, I, I believe it was. He was battling that his whole life. He, we all know people that have Sickle Cell. My 
cousin has it, and she has been dealing with that since she was a baby, mm-hmm. and now she's like 23 and still, you know, has what we Have call issues. like yeah those crises that they call right. them. So I understand, you know, you know, he was 42 years old, man. He's young, but we we appreciate what he did for music. He has some some fire tracks, man. Like that right. whole group was just banging. Hey, but favorite? once again. And you got to remember that that go back to back in the day where there was a real filtration process. So you had to be good to be out like very few rappers back in the day. If you was out, you had to be good or cold. You understand what I'm saying? Right. You had to be. Uh, otherwise, the game would let you know you was whack. <laughs> exactly. Like you would be out for like you wouldn't even make it out like that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like you was like done. Or you were, you didn't even make it to the pros. You know right, what I'm saying? Exactly. Like like that. I mean, it is what it is. Now, you, what was your favorite Mob Deep track or, or Prodigy? Um, I, I I would say this. Uh, you know, I I like that uh, Quiet Storm as well. And I also like one one of my other favorites is that temperature rising. So I, you know, we definitely got to do something to that. Well, you ain't say nothing but a word. So let me ready. <laughs> we can't leave the people out there without no new track coming this yeah. way. Yeah. Um, and that's what we do here at the football freestyle. We're gonna give you guys a little bit of taste of the music skills of IW, and I'm gonna just try to do the best I can because I'm not a rapper. I'm a game spitter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we're going to start this track and I dub. I'll let you go first. I'll kick it off to you. You, right. you take it home. Yeah, football freestyle is what I'm all about. No problem with the truth, you know I call it out. If you following the news, then you probably confused because they won't ever tell you what it's all about. I'm disappointed when suckers get anointed. Self-loathers, can't wait for you to join them. You know how I'm rocking. You shouldn't have the gall to call an athlete's call without a bone in your body that could probably function for jumping or running or throwing or catching. So stay in your section. And it seems that they done. When we was young, we wasn't allowed on the same team. So imagine what we about to go where anything is possible. Be game planning and I got the notes. Yeah, yeah. A full decade in the game and I'm definitely not new to this. Pumping out analysis rather than leaving you with this. It's not that hard if you know what you're looking at. But most of these cats be with these old facts about the game we love, about the things we does. But it's not gonna fall because we built it from the ground up. From phone calls to videos to broadcast trucks, mics smoking, skin blistering. It's not surprising, but that's what happens when your temperature be rising. So that's it for episode one of the football freestyle here on the football game plan podcast network, which you can find on iTunes and also on our website at footballgameplan.com slash podcast. I'm Emory Hunt, the czar of the playbook. Follow me on Twitter at football game plan, football game plan on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash football game plan. And special thanks to my co-host IW telling people where they can get your music. Well, if you're not getting it directly from the website, you can go to uh, iTunes as well. Same thing. You search IW, Do You Music. That's D-U-E-U, Music. And uh, it's very simple. If you don't see that logo, it's not me. Anything from me should have an IW logo big on the front. So, And that website is www.doumusic.com. D-U-E-U. <laughs>